0: Warning, the Stone Age Gamer includes a lot of bad language. Cover your mother ears.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Stone Age Gamer Podcast. I'm Chris Randazzo and joining me tonight is Super Fighting Robot, Dan Ryan. Super Fighting Robot, Dan, Mega Dan, man. Man. Dan Ryan. <laughs> Mega, Mega, Dan?
0: Mega Man. Dan Ryan.
1: We love Mega Man. Mega I There
2: you go. We're going to
1: rank, we're going to rank almost all of them. Almost. Which classic series game will come out on top? Charge up your lemon shooter because the Stone Age Gamer podcast starts now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So many lemons.
1: Hi everyone, this is episode 406. It's the week of April 15th, 2022, and Dan and I still have COVID.
2: Yeah, so much of it. It's crazy. I, it's only it keeps... been a couple of days since we recorded. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just recorded on Thursday. God damn. Yeah,
1: I, know, back I haven't on played schedule.
2: I haven't played any games since Thursday. I mean, not much. Played more of the show.
1: I um, a few things have changed over here. John has uh officially obsessively started playing Minecraft. Um, oh, that's fun. Basically, exclusively in whatever that God mode, exploring mode, or whatever it is, <coughs> uh, he just yeah. floats around and. Builds things and blows them up and kills animals and you know Minecrafts all over the place. And then he walks, ah. watches videos about dudes playing Minecraft, and then he talks about the videos of dudes playing Minecraft. And he talks about <laughs> Minecraft and Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. Yeah, so, so that Minecraft. On the opposite side of the spectrum, I've just I, I've I just had two two remarkable uh, moments with parenting moments with Ellie that uh, I would like to share. Um, so. A little while ago, uh, Karen meant, went to read John, the first Harry Potter book and he, you know, he was all right with it, but he wasn't really into it. Like she was hoping he would be like, he just doesn't like books without pictures. It's, it's it's just the way he is. But this was like last year. (coughs) Ellie is younger than him. And, um, we had cleaned out a bunch of like the really baby kid books off the bookshelves and um, we had some room on our bookshelf, so I went up in the attic and pulled out a box of some of my old books, and among them was my box set. It's one of the few things I have from my grandmother. Um, when I was a kid, she gave me the box of all the Narnia books. Um, uh-huh. So I put them up on the shelf, and Ellie was like, what are these? Because they were in a little box, like a little like, box set thingy, and Looking she thought special. that was really cool. Uh, and so I pulled out the line, "The Witch in the Wardrobe," and I told her what it, was, uh, what it was, what it was about. She's like, "Huh? Like, would you like me to read this to you?" She's like, "Yeah." So, you sure it doesn't have any pictures? She's like, "I'll try." And so I started reading it to her, and she was totally into it. And even on nights where I thought she wasn't paying any attention, I, you know, I'd ask her a question, and she'd have an answer for me. She's following the book, like, yeah, completely into it. And I was like. Well, well, this is great. <laughs> this is this is really cool. Um, so last night uh, I read to her, and I, I don't know how familiar you are with *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*, but uh, we got to the part where Aslan uh, basically sacrifices himself to for yeah. Edmund, where he's like, "All right, Witch, you can kill me if you let Edmund go," and then she killed him, and like. She looked at me for a minute, and I, like, kind of explained what happened again, and then she just started bawling her eyes out. It's going wrong. And, uh, you know, again, I thought she wasn't paying any attention, but no, she totally was, and, uh, that made her super sad, But I was like, well, I mean, I promise you it has a happy ending. I promise you Aslan comes back. She's like, huh? Like, Aslan is gonna be okay. Something magical is gonna happen, I'm not gonna tell you what, but Aslan's gonna be fine. Because, like, we don't do religion in this house. Right. She has no, like, the whole, uh, Jesus- connotations in this book are just right. completely overhead. She doesn't get any of it because we've never we've never even touched on any of that stuff in here. So right. it's just it's just a story and she's loving it. And we read tonight um Assline coming back and she thought that was pretty cool. That's um, awesome. Another cool thing that happened over the weekend is I knocked a a record off of my list that I've been uh I got my record player back finally. And I have been hoping for this one ever since I first got this record player a couple of years ago that uh, Dispatch <clears> would re-release Bang Bang, which is one of my favorite albums ever. It's one of the most, you know, important albums to me personally uh, throughout the entire course of my life. From You know, the way I interpret music and everything, like, it's just one of those sure. like seminal records. And it just got re-released. And not only did it just get re-released, it got re-released as One Fell Swoop's Bang Bang, which was... Um for anyone listening there's a band called Dispatch when I found them I found them pretty shortly after they had started and they were uh called One Fell Swoop but they got into uh like kind of a run-in with a country band in St. Louis that had the same name that insisted that they had it first uh so Dispatch changed their name they One Fell Swoop changed their name to Dispatch and the country band was like gone in uh, within a year but Dispatch sure. has been around for ages since. um yeah. since like uh so, the the reissue that they have on vinyl is really cool because it's the exact same cover as the original CD I bought from them and that they all signed, uh, and the record itself is orange, which was the color of the CD that uh, the original uh, release ah, was. that's cool. Super cool. So, I've been listening to it all weekend, and uh, as I'm carrying Ellie up the stairs tonight to, to get her into bed, she starts singing, Take a shower and shine your shoes, and I was like, <laughs> what?! <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, made my day. She's only ever sang like one other song that I like, and it's Radiation yeah. Vibe by Fountains of Wayne. Like everything else is all just like you know, she loves singing songs, but it's like, you know, music from Encanto or a bunch of like pop dance music that Karen likes, like Lady Gaga and whatnot. She sings that kind of stuff all the time. But she used to love Radiation Vibe, and she still does. Every time that song comes on, she sings along with it. Uh and then just tonight, walking her upstairs, she started singing the general and it just uh Made me made my heart jump. It was wonderful.
2: That's awesome. (laughs) That happened once. We were driving. um, It must have been after like a a family get together or whatever. We were leaving my aunt Sandy's house, and we were driving back to the house on two ninety five. And I I just put on uh you know a YouTube music uh nineties pop you know whatever kind of thing. And uh, Four Non Blondes came on, right? Oh, boy. And uh, that song is great. Um, You know, whatever the fuck it's called. Hey, or whatever. Um, But I was not aware that my my daughters had ever heard that song. And not only had they heard that song, but they loved that song, and they knew every fucking word. And (laughs) as we're driving home, Tiff and Katie and Penn are just belting out four non blondes at the top of their lungs. And I am in fucking tears from laughter and joy as I drive barreling down the highway, fucking tears streaming down my face. It was ridiculous. It was That's such wonderful. an awesome moment. <laughs> That's
1: and like spectacular.
2: Penny used to do that when she was little, right? She would grab a little guitar that she had and like would walk around singing Frank Turner songs and stuff, which was uh which was really cool. Like Frank Turner's uh Love Iron song is a record that I found when we got out to Texas when we first moved out there. And it just kind of perfectly captured um a lot of things that i was feeling at the time so i i had that record on uh pretty non-stop and uh there's one song in particular called photosynthesis that is pretty much like for for dudes our age um it is like the the coming of age anthem of like everything we dealt with like in the nineties and and being okay with with the young people coming up and all of that sort of stuff. It's just this truly wonderful song. Um but it also kind of speaks to how our generation uh is still much more involved in a lot of things than uh I think our parents' generation was and the the chorus of it says, I won't sit down and I won't shut up. Um, and she used to watch, she thought it was really fun that she could get away with saying shut up if she was singing that song. So she would walk around <laughs> singing, yeah, I won't sit down, and won't shut up. It was just like, oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it was pretty great. Kids are fun, man. Most yeah, of the time. they, they, they really, they really are. I uh, I did have another uh, fun fun record thing come in that's actually a bit more relevant to the show. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you saw pictures of it. The um, I did you know, the limited run Ninja Gaiden soundtracks on vinyl, and oh boy, that's wonderful. <laughs> that, that yeah, it uh, looks
2: like it looks really cool. That
1: that's, that's really really nice. It um <laughs> I got it and I'm like ready to tear it open, but the the kids were doing a bunch of stuff, and I was like. I really want to listen to this record, but I don't even want to wait till I can listen to it. And Karen, Karen looks at me and says, You should make a video about it. You should do a video unboxing. I was like, God damn it. I should. That means I can't open it until I record something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can always tape everything back shut and be,
2: pretend to be surprised. Oh my God. Like we used to do with our Christmas presents, you know?
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch. How did you? So I know? waited like half the day, and then I eventually, you know, ran downstairs and just recorded the actual unboxing part of it, and like that was the that was the end of that. When I listened to it, it sound it sounds wonderful. Like the sound mixing is really really good on it. The um the records themselves are like you know four different colors. I haven't listened to the arcade soundtrack yet. Mm. It's not because that's never really been my 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 jam. The the original arcade game, I don't know it all that well, so. I haven't, you know, dove in and listened to that soundtrack yet. I, I intend to, but um, I did give Ninja Gaiden Three soundtrack its due. I, you know, I've, I've really don't like Ninja Gaiden Three very much. Um, but I've always ki- at least, kind of liked the music, and listening to it divorced from the game was was pretty good. I don't, still don't think it it holds a candle to uh one and two personally, uh, even even in sound soundtrack related. But there are some there are some pretty Solid songs on that one, but yeah, God, just having Ninja Gaiden one and two, uh, and the soundtracks on vinyl to listen to are really cool. That's it's such a nice looking set, and I've listened to them a couple of times, so ah, <sighs> yay, good stuff, yeah. Uh, other than that, was you know, I played a little bit more Ori too. I got my my owl friend back, but then, uh, they were she was gravely injured, and now I'm off to go try to like find something that can... I, I'm off to go find uh, the, the, the Will of the Wisps. The, mm. the, the, the title drop. I'm off to go find like, where the Wisps belong so that I can bring my owl friend back. Which, uh, you know, tugging at the heartstrings as Ori does. Uh, That's Kirby's, awesome. Kirby's still great. We're still rolling through that one. A I thought bit you'd be finished today. that by now. I thought you might have finished that over the weekend.
2: Minecraft happened. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As hey, it does.
1: Hey, hey John, you want to want to play a little more Kirby? We're on the last world. Do you want to play a little more Kirby? Can I tell you about Minecraft? Sure, John. <laughs> sure. Tell me all about it. <laughs> What's up? What's tell going on in Minecraft? No problem. Uh also, and this was really the important thing and I forgot to mention it last week uh well, on last week's show, but uh just the other day, I beat Earthworm Jim 2 for the first time. That's very exciting. We don't. I don't think we really talked about that. Earthworm Jim Two showed up on the Nintendo Switch Online. I think it happened between episodes. Um, I think so. Yeah. It was a. Yeah, you know, it was pretty solid stuff. It was Earthworm Jim Two, uh, Dig Dug Two, and Mappy Land. I didn't really care about Mappy Land, but Dig Dug Two, I used to play that a ton of. And in fact, the night it came out, that's what I played the most of. I just stayed up for like, I don't know, at least a half an hour later than I should have, just playing Dig Dug Two because so I love that game.
2: Yeah, I, um, there was <laughs> there was an episode where we spent a considerable amount of time talking about Dig Dug 2 and I can't remember why we did. <laughs> I but I do remember, remember having a very uh in-depth conversation about Dig Dug 2 at it was some probably point around 10 30 It might have been
1: if I had to venture a guess. Yeah. Earthworm Jim 2 though, I I loved the original Earthworm Jim. My friend Adam and I played the garbage out of the original Earthworm Jim. I loved that game. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I beat that one, even though it was, it was pretty darn hard. I did beat it, the Super Nintendo version. I never, I've never beaten the Genesis version, so I've never played through and tested all Old before. But okay, uh, you know, I beat the Super Nintendo game. Took a lot of work. Game was hard, uh, but I, I did it. <clears throat> uh, Earthworm Jim Two came out, and I thought it was really interesting, and I didn't like everything about it. Like the, the, the Flying King stage where you got to get that balloon bomb all the way to the end and blow up. Oh, wow, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's just not a very good level. It's, it's no. just not very well thought out. It's it's not fun to play. Um, the farthest I got, I think, when I was younger was um, after, whatever stage is after the Villy people, uh, the one where Jim's a salamander. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was oh, it was the the inflated head level. I think that was as far as I ever got when I was when I was younger. Okay. Um, and one thing that I didn't really notice until this playthrough was that uh, Mr. Talarico got lazy as shit with this game. I mean, is that surprising? A little bit. I mean, considering this is back in the Super Nintendo days, where we're talking soundtracks like a you know cool spot in the original Earthworm Jim. He only wrote like. Uh, maybe four or five from original songs for this game. The rest of it's all classical music. Huh? And then just those same songs repeated for later stages. Like did really drop the ball on this soundtrack. In fact, like I feel like the whole back half of this game feels really unfinished. Um, Ah, It's kind of like Mega Man (laughs) three. How fucking dare you?
2: How fucking dare you? In what way? <laughs> Not none. none. None whatsoever. I'm just fucking with you, you man.
1: You I take just... that back, sir. <laughs> How very dare you. Knock the f***ed out of me with that one. Jesus. My word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm clutching my pearls over here. God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding here. I'm clutching them so tight. <laughs> Jesus. How very dare you the nerve <laughs> 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 oh, yeah man. back half of the game seems really unfinished it's like uh i got to the uh like i so thank thanks to the rewind feature and this is really all it came down to was the rewind feature i never would have finished this game without rewind as evident by the fact that i had never finished it before <laughs> As <laughs> so, <laughs> by the fact that i had not finished it up until this past week and, uh, boy, just going back to those last couple of stages, I couldn't even figure out what to do, do for some of them. Like, the objectives are so incredibly obtuse. It, I, was I, that game not rushed out? I don't know. Let me see where the, what the release schedule was on that. I feel like, like
2: that there was something with Earthworm Jim 2 of, like, it was rushed out to get, like, out in time for the holidays or some shit.
1: Uh, uh, hmm yeah i don't know reception and sequels yeah i'm not seeing anything super obvious on um the uh the wikipedia page but yeah man it's a the last couple of stages are just kind of filled with really really cheap deaths and like there was the stage with all the meat and stuff on the grill and you're just running away from salt and then like you yeah convinced convince this door to trip over a filing cabinet that's got a leg sticking out. And then so like I got to the the, the last level, which I just didn't realize was the last level, which was C Jim run. Mm-hmm. And I just was like all right, so I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm racing Psycho Okay. This is impo- like this is infuriating. This last yeah. this this stage. And I was like, all right, so who's the last boss in this game? And as I got to the end of the end of the race, the game ended. It's like the what the hell? And, like, that was it. And the the ending was kind of funny. It was, you know, Psycho, uh, what is it? Princess once her name turned out to be a cow, and Psycho turned out to be a cow, and then Jim turned out to be a cow, and it was, you know, and so the cow beat the cow and saved the cow at the end, and then the credits rolled, and, like, well, okay. That's certainly an ending. The game just kind of stops. Like, you know, the first game had the slug-for-a-butt boss battle, which was super tough, but it was, like, it was a final boss battle right this was this was not
2: that i've i've always felt like earthworm gym is a better idea than it's ever been a game
1: i i would definitely agree with you on that i although i do i do stand by the first game as being uh you know pretty Pretty well put together it's yes it's got some flaws it's it's aged a bit as far as like you know we forgave a lot at least i personally forgave a lot in the in the realm of like hit detection and stuff in favor of the extraordinary animation and the legitimately amusing jokes. Um, Jim two tried to go for the same level of uh, ambition in just being this kind of Jack of all trades game where like every level is something different. And it just didn't really stick the landing on most of them. Like the first stage is really cool. The second stage the the, the digging stage was really cool yeah um puppy love the first time is really funny like i love explaining that like oh the puppy love stages like i had i I had the, the joy of explaining it to john the other night he came down and saw me playing he's like what is this it's like all right so Psycho has a bunch of puppies in this house. I'm Jim. I've got a giant marshmallow. This guy over here is Peter Puppy. If he gets too angry, he's gonna hulk out and kill me. So, Psycho is gonna start throwing puppies out of the window, and if they hit the ground, they die. So I have to bounce them off this marshmallow and get them safely to the other end, where Peter Puppy will catch them in a funnel... And I have to get a a bomb that Psycho will occasionally toss out of the window to try to kill me, bounce that over to Peter Puppy into the funnel where the puppies go so that Peter can take the bomb out to save the puppies, throw it back at Psycho and blow them up. All all the while the... (laughs) ...is playing in the background. That's one of the instances where I don't mind you going back for the classical music because that really fits this stage flawlessly. I don't know why it does, but it really works. But the rest of it's like... I really could have used some more of that original music because the stuff that he wrote for this is really good. Like that first yeah. stage tune is really good. The music for Lorenzo's, Lorenzo's soil is like, it's a wonderful song, especially the Saturn version, which was like the really gorgeous CD music. But like, then it just devolves into just a bunch of uh, classical music that he adapted. And it's like, dude, what the hell, like I, so much of this just feels, feels rushed. But I'm still really glad I got to play it. I'm so glad it came on Nintendo Switch Online so I could do the whole rewind feature. Um, I was really happy with it. That made me very happy to finally cross that one off my list.
2: Yeah, and that's... I mean, that's really one of those games where that rewind feature really does come into play and you're like, all right, I will actually get through this because I'm too old to fucking perfect this really impossible level design that they've come up with
1: agreed and i'm just have, I'm, n- I'm
2: just not gonna
1: yeah no i'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> exactly. just not gonna i'm not i'm not going to do this i don't have time for this shit anymore And it's not the fun kind of it's not the fun kind of like i was playing through the the boss rush mode that hit metroid metroid dread yeah the other day and like that was so much fun because i forgot completely how to play that game right and like i've i'd forgotten the bosses and i I'd, I'd get to the next one and it's like Oh, I remember this thing, and the, like some of the muscle memories coming back. But then it's just like, oh shit! How do I use the grapple beam? Ah oh, crap! Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! Oh, like this. I made it through all of it, and I couldn't beat Ravenbeak. And like, I got so close to beating the third the the third form, and I was like, dude, we've been at this for over an hour, and it's been a blast. But I gotta stop. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I have to stop. Yeah, I think fun, that's but- one of the games that I'm going to
2: jump into um and try and play with uh with my ps5 controller and
1: uh yeah, and see that how that help goes. help i forgot you were playing that with freaking joy cons no wonder you never finished it yeah yeah no yeah my play pro
2: controller is kind of uh i mean it, it's it was fine for like playing through mario and whatnot but really anything more intense than that and it just just really didn't you know didn't hold up
1: yeah, I mean, it, the controls in that game are as complex as, some, as, like, a PS4 game. Like, it uses every button on the controller and the friggin' clicky sticks. Like, you need a good controller to play that game properly. And, uh... Well, I'm glad you And you're I do gonna. love the, uh, I do love the DualSense. That you do.
2: I find I also that to wanted be remark a f- that
1: fabulous controller. Earthworm Jim 2 was the tenth game I've beaten this year. Wow. I have so far beaten, um, even i am mean, writing down every game I finish, even ones that I've beaten like a billion times. So on January 1st, sure. I beat Super Mario Brothers. That so was a given. Uh, I, I, I beat match. Secret of Mana, Monkey Island 2, Jedi Fallen Order, Wind Waker HD, Kirby's Dreamland, Chrono Trigger, Infernax, Kirby's Adventure, and Earthworm Jim 2. That's not a bad list. Yeah. Here in April. Yeah. It's, come, it's coming along nicely. Yeah. So there you go. I, I played right a then. bunch of stuff. That's awesome,
2: I uh, I did get the uh, the PS5 version of the show. Uh, I picked that up today, and uh, I was really curious, right? Because I've put a bunch of time into it. Um, you know, pulled a bunch of diamonds out of uh, out of some. I, I mean, I say a bunch. I've pulled three diamonds so far out of packs, but one of them was uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., which made me really really happy because that card stays expensive for a while, and if you're trying to go through and complete collections, like I am obviously trying to do to get some of the the big boy cards later on throughout the cycle of the game you need to have all the live series shit done so like pulling that card out was really awesome um but i you know downloaded the ps5 version and i bought the uh i, I think it was like 10 bucks more the mvp edition um that had you know some more packs and stuff and whatever uh one of the one of the cards that you get <clears throat> with the mvp edition You get a choice pack uh, that was drawn by Takahashi Okazaki, I believe is the guy's name. He's a manga artist that is like one of Shohei Otani's favorite artists. And they got him to do the cover uh, for the MVP edition. They did like a a manga style Shohei Otani. And then they liked the artwork so much, they commissioned him to do five additional cards, uh, which he did uh, Mickey Mantle. Vlad Guerrero, Chase Utley, Randy Johnson, and Ricky Henderson. Um, I'd already purchased the Mickey Mantle uh, previously because it's fucking Mickey Mantle in black and white manga style art. Of course I purchased it. Um, and then I took Ricky Henderson today. Anyway, not the point. The point was, I was really curious to see how the cross-progression was going to work, right? Because I have my Switch account, and my PlayStation account all linked up and everything was like, yeah, it's all ready to go. You know, you should just be able to uh, to have your stuff when, when you download the game. And I downloaded the game and fired it up and everything was there. Every card, all my progression, everything didn't even take a second of like, oh, checking the servers to see if we can pull your information over. Nope, it was instantaneously there. So I did a little bit on the PlayStation version, then picked up the show on the Switch, and all the progress was there. Like, just without a hiccup. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) That's great. This is the future. This is so cool. And, like, it's now really, really difficult to jump back and forth between the two versions Um, because, obviously, the PlayStation version, like, apart from, from the graphics, like, the biggest thing is that the PlayStation version runs at 60 frames a second. Uh, we talked about this on, on Thursday. That one runs at 60, and then the Switch version is unlocked. So there are times when it's running at, like, as high as in the 50s, and then there are other times where it's, like, 14. It's like, oh, boy, that really chugged there for a second. Um <laughs> But, like, never during the gameplay. The gameplay for Switch seems to stay at at 30 for the most part. Sometimes it'll jump up a little higher um, when you're, like, fielding a ball. Like, if a ball's hit real high and it doesn't have to render as much of, of the stadium. Um, oh. Like, the, the frame rate will jump up. I, I watched a vi- I don't actually know this shit. I, I watched a video. Um, but, like, you can definitely feel it when you're playing so that's kind of weird jumping back and forth but having if you have a switch and a modern console and you like baseball you really should get both versions that uh, that ability to just jump back and forth and kind of pick the switch up and take it wherever and have all your progress instantaneously on your you know i would i would hazard a guess would be your main account um if you're playing it you know more seriously like online competitive whatever um is really really cool and god i wish i wish more things did that i don't know what i need that in more things but i wish more things were like available everywhere and progress was just saved you know like we're just we're good
1: yeah i don't know i'm trying to like imagine how how do you make something like that work better um I, don't, I guess like, you just you know, have to have more games that you know have a desire to be that way. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because clearly this was this was a project that involved a lot of effort. Um, you know, they put a lot of work into making the Switch version of this game, and the the par- having some sort of parity between you know Switch and those other consoles as far as like being able to you know exchange information like that. I think is. It would so be awesome cool. if it was the norm, but I totally understand why it's not. Yeah, um, it's one of those situations where the Switch being less powerful than other current gen platforms is, you know, slightly obnoxious. But you know, well, it yeah, it's the nature like,
2: of the beast. The only thing <sighs> it's missing is the uh, uh, the create a skater, <laughs> create a stater create the stadium, not create a skater. That's a very different game you can't do the custom stadium stuff on the switch but you also can't do that on the 360 or not 360 the fucking xbox one or playstation 4 version either Hmm. like it just doesn't exist for the last gen stuff and that that kind of kind of feels weird putting the switch squarely into like a last gen system but i suppose five years into its release it kind of is now right like it's the current Nintendo system, but do we do we start thinking about it as a last gen machine yet? Not that it matters, uh, just you
1: know I don't know where do you draw that line <coughs> it's it's not it's current gen Nintendo right like there is no new one, so I don't know, but it is but it's not really last gen either because it's not even as powerful as last gen systems yeah it's a weird it really is its
2: own beast (laughs) it, it really is a weird thing it really really is yeah it is definitely its own animal and like you can definitely tell games that are designed to run on the switch like it it is very clear that the show was not designed to run the way the switch runs games yeah right it very clearly was not designed that way and i i am thankful that sony did what they did whereas like if you look at like fifa and madden those games look a lot better than the show does like a lot better however they have about half the content that the playstation and xbox versions have cuz that's where they decided to make the cut They wanted to make the prettiest version they can, and they would cut whatever content needed to be cut to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And Sony went the complete opposite direction. They said, we're going to make it look good enough. It's going to play great. It's just, you know, we're going to have all of the content, and the graphics will be a little little bit, you know, a little of that. But yeah, Hmm. it's awesome. Being able to jump back and forth is really, really cool. (laughs)
1: Well, I'm glad that's working out for you. And we got uh, Ultraman we... in Pad. Yay, Ultraman! We're... We're... Fucking love Ultraman. Right. <laughs> That's I it. I forgot that was the that was the other thing you were talking about with the, on the Discord chat. Yes. Yay, Ultraman! But we should we should take ourselves a break. We should we should get to work on this uh this Mega Man thing because we it's should gonna take gonna <clears throat> take some time. So uh, I apologize. for the gonna... keep coughing to the <laughs> listeners and to heaven. Yeah, me too. I I'm, I'm also coughing. Everyone understands. We'll. We're trying our best, so... Uh, all right, we're going to take ourselves a quick break. When we come back, we're going to rank all the Mega Man games, or at least all the, all the American-released ones. Uh, so it's going to be a good time. You're listening to the Age Gamer Podcast from Geekade.com. Stick around. And now, here's a quick look at some of the other original content, available now from our partners and Geekade.com.
2: First up, in an all new episode of the SNES Podcast, Greg and Joe cover another Japanese only game, Gunpole Gunman's Proof. More commonly known uh, as just Gunman's Proof, this very late Japan only Super Famicom game is a Zelda clone set in the Wild West, with some fantastic weapons and a gentle difficulty. How does a western style Zelda game play, and does it hold up to modern scrutiny? Listen to the SNES podcast episode 186, Gunpole Gunman's proof to find out. I think it's Uh, Gunpole,
1: right? G N P L A. That's how I would say it. Gunpole. I had never heard of it before they asked me to make artwork for the episode. I was like, oh, well, this is weird. Mm, Well, that's weird. Kind of like to try this someday. Yeah. Anyways, next up, isn't it just wonderful when you pause a video game and it plays you a delightful little tune instead of just going silent? I think so, and in fact, I made a whole darn video about it. I scoured my entire collection of video game music to find the best songs I could think of that were directly related to pausing video games. The list I came up with is by no means definitive, but there's no arguing my number one spot. I feel my logic here is infallible, so be sure to check out the Stone Age Countdown. Top five pause theme... Top five... Nope. What the yeah. heck did I? No. What? Post theme
2: pause music. Post
1: theme pause music. Whatever. Themes. It's the pause music thing. <laughs> themes. <laughs> Top five pause music themes <laughs> on the Age Gamer YouTube channel. <laughs> wow, that is that is a
2: hell of a fucking word vomit right there. Yeah.
1: Also, sorry for the beeping. I think there's a uh, either my house is on fire or one of my uh, my fire alarm over there is in dire need of a new battery. That's uh, alright. We'll just you. if your house is burning down, just finish
2: the show first. Yeah, priorities, Uh, Finally, if you're like me, you have COVID. Um, and it <laughs> sucks. <laughs> you Fucking snotty and just angry. You haven't stopped vaping. You probably should. You have COVID, asshole. But anyway. Uh, no, if you're like me, you've been waiting patiently to discuss Moon Knight uh, until we heard from the number one Moon Knight fan in the world, our intrepid editor, uh, Evan. I think is how you say his name. I don't know. We're not really friends. After all, whose opinion could mean more to me than his? Nobody's. That's who. Fortunately for me and the rest of us, Evan was finally able to discuss his feelings on Disney's new Moon Knight MCU series on an all new episode of this week's episode. The gang also spent some time discussing the surprisingly delightful Star Trek Lower Decks and a whole lot more. Tune in to this week's episode, episode 250, I'm Not Itching for Mediocrity, to find out if you're allowed to like Moon Knight or not. It's well worth your time. That show can fucking get it, Chris. Yeah, I really like it. It's real good. (laughs) I really like it. It's real. Um, Tiff hmm. hates Moon Knight. Hates Moon Knight. Thinks he's a stupid character. Loves this show. Huh. It's so good. The fucking costume being Egyptian mummification rags, it was right there this whole
1: time. I love how, it. I, I how love has that, that never look. happened? I, I don't know. Maybe it has. I feel like it hasn't Evan said something that it did, like it's based on some sort of drawing. I don't no. know. Bunch I, of I've what never seen, seen it? it before. I think it's great. I, I love the way the costume can be summoned like that. I think oh, that's a really cool awesome. thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's the costume that kind of gives him powers or whatever. I, I I love it. I love the show. I think it's fantastic. Can't wait to see more of it.
2: Oscar Isaac is putting in work.
1: Yeah. Delightful. Do you know that anyway, dude, for all this in. Sorry. And yeah, it I For He's all this re- and re- Russ and our partners, <laughs> be sure to keep your eyes on geekade.com. Okay, everybody, we are back, and we are going to rank all of the original Mega Man games. So let me go over a little bit Man. here. Uh, Dan and I are at an internal impasse. Neither of us will ever convince the other that Mega Man 2 or 3 is the best game, but we both agree that they are. They go in the one and two spots. Uh-huh. We, just, we just don't agree which order they go in. So we make this list. We're doing it without those two games. They are disqualified. They exist in their own echelon of glory elsewhere. Yes, they are a pantheon unto themselves. So this is a rank of all the original series Mega Man games, minus two and three. We are also omitting stuff like the Tiger LCD games and any Mega Man games that never released in the U.S., which means no Wiley and Wright's Rockboard That's Paradise, no Pocket Station, no Rockman Solitaire. I'm also emitting all the various exclusive mobile games like, was it Rockman... Uh no, it was like Mega Man Rush Marine mini game oh, type thing, something like for, that. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole mess of like Mega Man cell phone games and stuff. Ages ago. No. <laughs> no. No. So that's the stuff that's not getting a uh, not getting ranked. So uh, everything else is free game. Any officially released Mega Man game uh, that was released in the U.S. Uh, outside of those. So let's get the work. Let's get the business. Let's do it. Let's do it to it. Uh, so we will start at the start. Mega Man. It's damn good game! Been fucking great. Yeah. It's so hard. It is. It is. It is difficult. Um, it was the the second Mega Man game I ever played. I played this you know, Mega Man two because it was everywhere, and then like right. one friend of mine had Mega Man one, and I was at his house for like a Cub Scout meeting. I was like, "You have Mega Man one." What's it like? <laughs> How is that even possible? Bo- booted that thing up and it was amazing.
2: You know, it's it's. <coughs> What's it like? It's like Mega Man is the weight of a fucking black hole when he falls off of something. Oh my it's god! Ridiculous the gravity on him falling is ridiculous. Oh, it's absurd. Um, yeah, you know, it is got the... not a well made game. Like yeah, it's, it's, judging it's it like
1: by modern standards. The the bones of a really well made game. It's like a really cool idea that was just perfected in two. Yeah. And um, you know, I had six robot masters instead of eight. The the six robot masters were, you know, super basic, like Fireman, Iceman, but so iconic. Exactly. It was so iconic great soundtrack, uh very good graphics for the time. Um the game ran great. It was it was a unique experience. It just you know it out got outclassed by its sequels incredibly fast but i do yeah. think that it is still a really fun game to play um it's 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 great i love it yeah i i think it's a wonderful game it's definitely i
2: i feel like it's one of those rite of passage games especially as like younger people become retro gamers now right of like i'm gonna get into retro games and like check all this old shit out you gotta beat the first mega man like that's a fucking badge of honor. You yes. know? And it's gonna fucking it's gonna take a while too, cause it it's weird how how unbalanced that game is. Yeah. Cause like Cutman stage, pretty simple. Elect man stage, pretty simple. Fucking Iceman stage, the first time you get there and those blocks are disappearing, oh, it's man. just oh my god, it's so tough. <laughs> It's just so tough, and like the the difference, the difference between stages is absurd. With no rush, no uh, suit modifications, as like later games would have. Um, it did have the magnet beam, which is one of the coolest things ever. That is really cool. But like, how many people just didn't even get that because you didn't go back to the stage? Nobody who beat the game because you needed to beat the game. Well, sure, but this is what I'm saying. Like, it's just a really weird, unbalanced game.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, but I it's, do love it. Yeah, it's definitely got some issues, but I, I, yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's still really fun to play today. Top of the list. Top of the list. All right. Top of the morning. next up. Top of the morning. NES Mega Man Four. Where are we putting that one? I say it's not as good as Mega Man One. Man, see, I don't know.
2: <clears throat> this is where I get, like... Because all of the sequels are, I would argue, objectively more <coughs> fun to play than Mega Man 1. Like, it's mm. a better experience playing the game.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, the friggin' wind and rain and Toadman Man stage <clears throat> can just yeah. fuck right off yeah the Dr Cossack angle is like, eh, right, sure, it's not Dr. Wiley, okay, oh, it's Dr. Wiley, got it um, and then Dr. Wiley stage just felt so tacked on at the end. I felt like four really just didn't have that magic that the first three had. it was um it was still a good game uh it also introduced the uh the the charge shot, so like. of the soundtrack you don't hear, all you hear through the entire game is... (laughs) is (laughs) 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 And, like, the charge shot wasn't even all that impressive. Like, I never use it. One, because it Fs up the music, and two, because, like, it's barely worth the effort to charge up. It's... I don't hate Mega Man 4. It's just probably my least favorite of the, the NES 6. Like, I just... I don't think it's as fun to go back to as Mega Man 1, because Mega Man 1 has a better soundtrack overall. It's got it's got more weird creativity to it. It's got like that weird, you know, Capcom early, you know, early Capcom stuff like you can find that with that thing called the Suwarashi Rashi or whatever that thing's called that yeah. refills all your items at the end. It's got, you know, the goofy platforms with the eyeballs on them that shoot the uh, lasers out of the side and yeah. it's got the freaking magnet beam. Mega Man 4 has got like, all right, Rush is still here, but we nerfed the heck out of a was it? Rush Coil. No, 5 was the one where Rush actually jumps. Yeah. Which is like, oh man, you messed that up. And they had, <laughs> oh, like, this one has wire in it. Like, was 4 the one with wire or was 4 the one with arrow? I can't remember which one that, which one that was. Let's see. Mega Man Arrow. Uh, the Super Arrow was from 5. So this one had wire in it. Like, all right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I can't, I personally don't like it more than Mega Man 1. Yeah, I can I can be convinced. Sweet. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to 5, however. Uh, according to the hard drive <laughs> uh, harddrive.net <laughs> posted <laughs> they, uh, ranking all the Mega Man games right before we did this. <laughs> and it was uh, it was pretty funny. It was it was very it was funny. It's definitely worth a read. Um I think Mega Man 5 tops the first game. Yeah, I think so. You know, for for most of the reasons that you mentioned, I think Mega Man Five, it it's not it's not spectacular. I did think it was a, a step up above four as far as like boss design, music uh, was really good in there. You know, we had Gravity Man stage was such a great stage. The gravity reversing mechanic wasn't something you saw a whole lot of in games back then. Like yeah, the. One of the things I think that works
2: against Mega Man Five is the—I don't think—and maybe I'm just misremembering, but I don't think the boss weapons were as fun to use. Oh God, no! Stone Man is probably the worst boss weapon ever, right? Like a lot of them just kind of end up like on the ground, kind of things. Like Wave Man's kick thing. Like I don't know. But then Starman is a fucking awesome boss weapon. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that shit fucking rules. But it's you your, don't it's need your, to your use... Star Shield. It's your yeah. typical shield move, but it works really well. And yeah, and you know, I, th- I think it's balanced out a bit by Gravity Man and the actual boss fights being pretty cool. like yeah. Charge Man and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, think you're it's, right. I the, think it's the above the themselves first one.
2: Are,
1: yeah, I think it's above the first one, but not by a lot. But not by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Not by a ton. Alright. Good 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 placement so far. I, I can get behind this. Um Mega Man six. How do we feel about that one? Mega Man six, ah oh, man. It's this is another weird one. <clears throat> it is a weird one. It was very late NES. It was published by Nintendo in America because Capcom didn't want to publish it themselves to to bring it over to the US. Yeah. It's got a lot of unevenness in the graphics, as in like it started doing a lot of really good things in the backgrounds and stuff for like NES. He has some really good looking (laughs) stuff, but Mega Man still looks exactly the way it did in the first game.
2: (laughs) I kind of like that about Mega Man though. Like Mega Man has just (laughs) always looked like Mega Man. Mm -hmm. I like that too.
1: It just, you know, it seemed to work better in Ninja Gaiden than it did in Mega Man in certain respects. It's like you get to some of the bosses and they're like, wow you have a lot more detail and like there's a lot going on like the sun in the background a Tomahawk yeah. man Stage it's like huh Mega Man still looks like he's from like 1986 but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It's 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 cool and I dig it. It's just it was it was a thing worth remarking on. Uh, I think I think ministers- I would put it
2: above Mega Man but below Mega Man 5. Uh yeah, uh, uh. I mean, because it it's objectively a better game than Mega Man. Like, objectively, its stages are well. Like, there's nothing wrong with Mega Man Six. It's very, very good at what it does. It's just that that was the sixth time that it had done that. Like, well, it doesn't it innovate have... in
1: any way, really it does, it, it, <clears throat> it, it, it was the first game to really introduce the whole branching path thing with the multiple exits, like oh, you can yeah. fight the boss in a couple of different ways but if you found the boss room in one direction, it would give you like the actual, like the what was it, the, the rush uh, letters or whatever I thought that was really cool that it started to, to introduce the whole branching path thing, it did just like 4 and 5, it did do the stupid like it's not Dr. Wily except yeah, it then. is <laughs> oh son of a bitch Except, Ooh, you know at like the beginning of Mega coming. Man Six, just like it's Mr. X that's freaking wily with a beard don't you't you, <laughs> yes, <you're not laughs> don't even you dare her. don't you dare um i i I go back and forth on this one. I kinda like I like things about six more than I like five, but I don't know I guess overall yeah i, I I'd have to agree with you all right we'll we'll put six underneath five yeah I th- I
2: think it. <coughs> I think it's better than the first Mega Man, um, you know, from just from a game design standpoint, right? Like, it's certainly not as iconic. You don't, you, nobody's sitting here waxing nostalgic and poetic about fucking Yamato Man, the way that yeah. you might no, it's, about
1: it, Guts Man, you know, cut yeah, man. like the, <clears throat> the the and the the robot masters are so brilliant in that game, but it also it has the slipperiest controls and has the uh yeah. the crazy gravity it has the obscene difficulty um you know the select trick uh the um, yeah. the the the, the was it this the moving platforms of gutsman stage like oh god yeah uh, it's it it's uneven and i love i like it more than 5 and 6 i go back and play the first mega man sure. game more than 5 and sure. 6 but if i'm arguing about which is the better game i feel like i i would I agree with the order yeah. we've got so far, this yeah. next one though is going to be tough. Um, I put it straight at the top of the list personally, but I know a lot of people have a lot of problems with this game, uh, Mega Man Seven. How do you feel about it? I think Mega Man 7's really good. Hooray!
2: I'm glad we see eye to eye on this. <laughs> it's it's really good. It's just so, man. It was such a shock, right when when Mega Man Seven came out because it was. It felt different. For the first time in a Mega Man game, Like it really, really felt different. The size of the sprite, the way
1: that he moved. Yeah, the, um, the scale is entirely <clears throat> different. And I think that's yeah. what... I, I gotta guess that's what a lot of people hate about it, because they didn't... And the scale was pretty much the same in X. Right. Uh, X was not much bigger than the regular NES Mega Man sprite, but he was so much bigger in Seven, and I, I, I thought that was really cool because it made him so much more expressive, but at the same time, he... He looked just like that Mega Man sprite. You know, he still had that soulless, angry look on his face the whole time. And it just, God, the game looks so good. It animates so well. I love the Robot Master designs. They're so crazy and over the top. Like Junk Man, the way he jumps out of the junk and he's spinning around except his head and like yeah. freeze man looks so super cool shade man the vampire robot makes no goddamn sense but at the same time like you can ah, change he the music to be Ghost he's the one goblins. who disappoints me he you know he me. he disappoints me a little bit but at the same time his stage doesn't <coughs> at all his stage is so good with the different paths where you yeah. can take the one path that goes up to the top and the the robots turn into werewolves and you've got the Whole Ghost and Goblins theme where you can change the music to actually be Ghost and Goblins music, which is so genius. Yeah, there's some <coughs> very, very cool stuff in the <coughs> It does have one of my least favorite Wily fights that Ugh. fucking mask. The, Ugh. That Ugh. mask is terrible, and the actual final Wily battle is brutal. Yeah. Absolutely
2: it's, brutal. It's very tough.
1: Yeah. Very, very tough. A, un, unreasonably but, tough. But it's really good. Yeah, it doesn't quite stick the landing, but then, like, after that, where Mega Man, like, he really tries to make himself break the first rule of robotics to kill Wily, and I was like, yeah, damn. And this introduces Bass and Treble, which I thought were really cool characters, like, this these sort of, like, alternate Mega Man and, and, and Rush, even though they turned out to be Wily bots in the end, but, like... The whole intro this was the first one with an intro stage. Uh, you know, besides the X yeah. games, obviously, but yeah. this is the first mainline Mega Man game with a proper intro stage where we get to see auto and the shop and finding all the hidden bolts and God, the music is so good. This was really Capcom sixteen bit Capcom, really firing on all cylinders. The way this game animates is just stellar. Slash Man's basically Wolverine, which is kind of like all right, this is, which is awesome lame. it's awesome but pretty lame and at the same time like his stage is filled with giant robot dinosaurs which are so cool the fact that you could go back to the other stage and use the, the weapons to like alter the stages like that was super cool in Mega Man X when they did that but it was all like okay you beat chill penguin stage and now Flame Mammoth stage is frozen. You yeah. crashed the ship at the end of Storm Eagle stage. It landed on Spark Mandrel stage. Now everything's broken, and you can get to that energy tank. That stuff was super cool. But this yeah, one was I like that. take Turbo Man's fire weapon and set the woods on fire, and now you can <laughs> see Proto Man. Like you can alter the stages with the weapons. I thought that was really cool. I yeah. love this game to death. I just love it. I think it's I think it's <clears> shoulders <throat> above anything else on the list so far. Yeah, I like 7 a lot.
2: I like 7 a lot. Awesome. Okay. I'm really curious as to your opinion on 8. Ooh. As um, far as a ranking is concerned.
1: Do you want I me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I don't like 8 all that much. but I would put it all action, the way at the bottom. It, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Okay. I, I, was I wasn't considering sure if you were going to fight me a, on it. I was considering putting it, like, I had to think about it, because I haven't put any thought into this yet. Like, do I put no, I this haven't either. 4? And my gut tells me no. Um, 8 does a lot of interesting stuff, but... But, it's it, not, but it makes it not a <clears throat> Mega Man game. And it, more importantly, it makes it not fun. It's Yeah, it is the least
2: Mega Man of all of the mainline Mega Man games. It, it's just, it's so gimmick heavy.
1: It is it's very it's gimmick, so heavy. gimmick heavy. So gimmick heavy. And it
2: didn't need to be. And it and it like I'm not going to bash it for the voice acting and all of that stuff. They were trying to thing it's bad, but whatever. It's bad,
1: but the the anime them, the anime itself was like It's great. Oh my god, it's so great. I love the way it sounds. It sounds like it sounds like 90s anime. Yeah. Kickin', man, you remember booting up Mega Man 8 for the first time and seeing that anime sequence being like, oh, it was just so fucking the, cool. What the this is so cool i'm like it sounds like vampire hunter d but it's megaman like, oh. but then it, was... it
2: got so disappointing playing
1: through it yeah because like you get the fir- the first new thing that he throws at you like it's it's a little over animated when you're playing it but like i don't know they kind of went a little bit too i don't know what the what the what call it like Mega boxes, man 7, man really nailed the feel and then like you get into mega like the actual stages and it's like all right they fixed the aspect rate like the the the, the sizing issue yeah but you got the stupid soccer ball that's not fun to use oh, the robot yeah. master designs i did not care for at all like aquaman is just a shit design search man with two heads like yeah what are you doing sword man you make a sword man and this is what he looks like, like <laughs> this is what you come up with this is what sword that should have been an awesome boss and he's just looks should ridiculous i i don't like clown man's all right i guess but nah. again you got the the voices on those robot masters were like when grenade man blows up he's like that felt good like i <laughs> did it now okay <laughs> uh, ooh, uh. And you yeah, know, it's the, just the, the stages themselves were very exploratory and I get that that was kind of like an attempt at evolving the Mega Man formula. Right. But like now it just Mega doesn't Man work. is swimming, like instead of having the traditional Mega Man mechanics like now he press a button and he swims like in a traditional platformer and that just wasn't fun. And like I get the like the whole jump and slide things, we've had levels <clears throat> like that in the past, but those were only kind of fun. Yeah, I did like the shooter stages where you got to be on rush jet and then you could like get Eddie and auto and stuff to come out and help you with those. Little, yeah, uh, I thought those were pretty neat. Those were fun little interludes. But at the same time, like, you know, there's just too much of that stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a bit much of it. It didn't feel as concise as I wanted a Mega Man game to be. I appreciate its ambition. But I don't think it succeeded at being as ambitious. And I didn't think Duo was all that cool of a character. Um, yeah. You just introduced Base in Trouble in the last game, and now you've got this Duo guy in there. It's like, well, okay, he's like a super powerful cosmic dude. All right, I guess. I don't know. It just didn't really click with me. And it's, I really wanted it to, because, boy, this game made a hell of a first impression. It really um, did. It really, really <clears throat> did. But, man, it, it is downhill ending. from it's Jump. Not a super fun game to play. <clears throat> yep. All right, this is a, this going to be a tough one to place. So how do we feel about Mega Man Nine? Um,
2: man, I see. I would put Mega Man Nine, uh, probably
1: back up at the top. I'm gonna put. No, I would put nine under seven. I, I appreciate like, what they did with nine, <clears throat> but I yeah. think they took it back
2: too far. That that would be the only argument that I could see against it.
1: I. I have really mixed feelings about Mega Man 9, because I, I understand that they wanted to do some sort of course correction after 8, but I think they took everything back too far. Whereas, like, there was no rush anymore, right? Right. There was no slide anymore.
2: Like it, these are The things slide that they,
1: is what is what bugs me. These are things that they, like, I understand that 2 was the one that has the most nostalgia to it, and they wanted to just make... A new Mega Man 2. But right, it was y- almost like they were making a sequel to Mega Man 2. They were really trying too hard to recapture what they did with Mega Man 2 and ignoring everything they did with Mega Man 3. I think if this game played as tightly as 3 and didn't like get rid of all the good stuff that they added to 3, it, it, lose the charge shot, that's fine. But, like the really basic tenets of three that j- that were the things that I think put it above two personally, I have nothing but the utmost respect for two, obviously, as well. I just think it went to, it tried too hard to be Mega Man Two again, and I think it sacrificed all of the evolution that the Mega Man brand had done up to that point. So now, when you play the games linearly, after you go from seven to eight and then to nine, it's like
2: it we is a bit jarring too
1: far it is a bit jarring i understand the reasoning behind it but i i think that in some ways it did a little bit of damage to the evolution of the series that said it is extraordinarily well made it's got yeah, some it's shit very good it's got some it's shit real I hate, hard i hate jewel man's stage i think jewel man's stage is garbage um i think jewel man is garbage <laughs> um <laughs> But it does have an extraordinary soundtrack, <laughs> yeah I, I think the only reason I put it below seven is because it is the opposite of ambitious. And whereas Mega Man Seven took a lot of ambitious steps with the Mega Man formula and I think succeeded on it, Mega Man Nine took everything back to its roots at the expense of any ambition. And I think that's kind of i that's why I would put it under seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could that's fair. All right. All right. It's fair. Like it. It's a phenomenal game. I love it. It's a great game. Now how do you feel about ten? Uh, I don't like ten. I don't either.
2: <laughs> I just I I and ten I, was I them trying to do nine again. Yeah, I, I can't 10. quite put my finger <clears throat> on why I dislike ten as much as I do.
1: I I I I feel personally that it's it's Mega Man, it's Mega Man Nine without the love. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mega Man Nine was not ambitious, but it was made with love in every aspect. They took yeah. They this was a game made out of pure unadulterated love for for the history of Mega Man. Without yeah. a doubt, Mega Man Ten was like
2: oh well, that, that made money. Let's do
1: that again. <laughs> yeah. 10 yeah. feels like four to me, where it's like it's on very sober. It yeah. does all this stuff really well, but it's doing it just to do it, is what it felt like. I I feel like there's such a good game in there. I love the idea of choosing between Mega Man, Proto Man, and base and having all three of those characters play differently. Yeah. But it just doesn't stick the landing. The the robot masters themselves, like I think Sheep Man's awesome because he's freaking insane. Yeah, like, Sheet Man's cool. His whole stage of, like, is basically an interactive screensaver is so bizarre. I and mean, I'm totally into that. But, like, Blade Man's better than Sword Man. That's super cool. But, like, I don't know, Pump Man. Yeah. The, the, the Robot Master designs were fine. Strike Man, you got a baseball themed robot. I like Master. Strike Man. But, I mean, he's cool, I love baseball. But, exactly. Like, he's cool, but he's <laughs> that like, was not as me. cool as he could have been. Yeah. Like, you're going to. You're gonna go this stupid, like. <laughs> if you're stupid. gonna go stupid, go Ninja was Baseball there, the Batman. What is cycle The mo- motorcycle, one, Nitro Man. What, not, yeah.
2: Man. Ugh. Man, yeah, it's ten. just. So where does it go on the list, though? That I think is the hard part because it is a well-made game. It is a well-made game, and there is it's a not gimmick-heavy. Yeah,
1: you know, it and, doesn't have the over-reliance on gimmicks like Eight does. Mm -hmm. Um, solar man's pretty good it's got a decent soundtrack you know chill man's a good take on the ice boss like it it does have good stuff like I I feel like I like it better than eight without a question yeah I like it better than four do I like it better than one
2: I think I do I don't let me let me change that I don't like it better than one but I do think it is a better game than one
1: Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I I I I see what you're saying, but is this game's lack of soul does it outweigh, you know, the original Mega Man's like groundbreakingness? You know, like you got to give the original one credit for being the one that started all this, but at the same time Me- I don't feel Mega like Man the did-
2: original Mega Man has a ton of soul in it either. I feel like we yeah. have a lot of love and nostalgia for the characters. It's got a, it's a, it
1: is a nice rough draft.
2: Yeah. Like, Mega Man 2 is really where it became Mega Man. You yeah, know, like no, I it, agree it, with you. Yeah. I, th- I think 10 goes below 6, but above Mega Man.
1: Okay. All right. You've, I think that feels, that. that feels right. All right. This is another hard one. Mega Man 11.
2: Man, I mean, I have not spent a ton of time with Mega Man Eleven.
1: I haven't gone back to it yet. I keep meaning full
2: transparency. I have had the itch to go
1: back and try to play through it again recently. Um, I feel like it's got to be up near the top. It's all right. So it's definitely above ten for me. I I thought eleven was. I thought eleven was a Herculean effort. That did a lot to course correct the Mega Man brand mm-hmm. because 10 stuck with the 8 bit thing that arguably 9 shouldn't have done in the first place, but I understand why they did. Like right. it was a genius move to sell a bunch of copies of the game and basically do a whole love letter to Mega Man 2 and make a, a slightly modern attempt at it. Right. Following up, and with, you made a really
2: good game to go
1: with it. Did. It you you wasn't just game. marketing. But Mega Man 10 was like, but we just did the ape at Mega Man. Can we get back to actually advancing this series? Like, Mega Man doesn't need to be an NES game for all time. In right. fact, we've seen how good it can be not as an NES game. So can we just, you know, can we move on? So 11 had to both be a sequel to 8 and 10. And I think it succeeded in doing that very well. It's not perfect. Sure. and it's it, And it definitely could have gone harder in terms of being a fully fleshed out modern game like it it wasn't a whole lot there wasn't a whole lot more content here than an nes mega man game which is slightly problematic i mean not that much of a problem like i like short games and it did everything it did pretty darn well i liked its you know uh gear system that it added to like you know speed up and slow down time and stuff like that. I thought that was a neat little addition to things. Um, I liked the robot master designs. The soundtrack was very good, but not amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of that I think has to do with instrumentation, which is weird. If I'm like really diving into like why I didn't like the soundtrack more, it's like the actual melodies themselves are very well done. It's just that the instrumentation makes it sound more generic than the actual compositions are. But regardless, I like the look of the game a lot. It could have done a little bit more, and it could have been a little bit more ambitious in the graphics department. Um, I like this game. I like it better than six, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I like it better than five. I do not like it better than nine. I don't think it tops nine.
2: Okay, I think that feels feels pretty good. Yeah, I
1: think uh, I think folks are going to have a problem with that. But I you know, that's not what we're here for. No. I, I just It's our just, list. Just basing yeah. on my knowledge and my feeling. I really thought Mega Man 11 was a blast to play. I thought it was a I, the whole release of it was a lot of fun and I've really been itching to play it again. I just remember a couple of times thinking like boy, these graphics, like, I understand how people can say these graphics aren't great, and then every now and then you'll get to, like, something in Torchman stage and see some, like, campfire in the background and be like, alright, I get it. I get the graphics. Yeah, it makes sense. I love Mega Man's design, too. Like, he had just a couple of extra lines added to him visually. Like, he looked great in this game. I love the way that they, every uh, weapon didn't just change his color, it changed his look. I thought it was a really cool thing, like, Adding you know bits to his helmet and his costume to to take on the functions of those other robot masters, I thought it was a really really cool uh, little detail they added. So yeah, I think Mega Man Eleven deserves to be that high. I really like that game a lot. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mega Man and base, right to the bottom. Uh- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, had it, th- I really it, had to weigh, like, do I like this game less than Mega Man 8? Well, I've beaten Mega Man 8 multiple times, and I have never finished Mega Man and Base. So it
2: sucks on the Game Boy, on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah,
1: the Game Boy Advance version is not great, and we never got the Super NES version. Right. So, and, and that's all we can go with. Yeah, if we're really eliminating. Uh, Super Famicom games, everything Japanese. Then we just have to go based on the Game Boy Advance game. That's straight to the bottom. But I think even even taking into consideration the Super NES game, it was neat that they threw a bone. But like reusing Robot Masters from eight, yeah. The whole thing really just felt like a half measure, and it's it fits so weird in the overall Mega Man canon. Like, nah, yeah goes to the bottom yeah it's a there's a lot of
2: interesting ideas there's some really cool stuff in there uh but it it is it's one of the few games that i feel i feel is similar to the design problems that early game boy games had Hmm. you know where it's like the character is so fucking big i can't see anything else on the goddamn screen
1: and like and it did help challenges. that it was using the character sprites from eight that were already sized properly for regular TV screens. So the Super Famicom game yeah. definitely works better than the Game oh, Boy sure. Advance version. Yeah, but you but throw that still. on the Game Boy Advance, it's just so hard to play. And and sticking with the Mega Man eight design, like I just prefer the seven design hands <laughs> down. There's just something there's just something that feels off about this entire game. Yeah, I, I've I've never finished it because I just don't like it very much, and I want yeah. to, but I don't. So, all yeah. right, Mega Man and Doctor Wily's Revenge. We're onto the Game Boy games. This ought to be fun. So, Doctor Wily's Revenge is—that's the first one, right? Yeah. So that's We're half doing one order, and half right? two.
2: Half yeah. one, half two. Oh so, man! All right. So, I like this game a lot. I do too.
1: It is. It's the not first. the best of the Game Boy. Games. No, it was the first of the Game Boy Mega Man, so it 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 has its problems. There's a lot of growing pains there. Um, uh, the real f- the real question for me is: Do I like this better than Mega? Like, is it more successful than Mega Man One on NES? And I don't think that it is.
2: No, I was gonna I was gonna say it probably feels right in between four and eight.
1: Yeah, I can see Mostly
2: that. because I, I just really dislike 8. Yeah, <laughs> I think... I, I think, mean, from per- and I know I know there are some people out there, like I've seen lists in the past, that have 8 very highly ranked, and people love that one. Um, I'm not one of those people either. I'm no, just I'm, not
1: one of those people. I agree with you, because I think that Dr. Wily's Revenge is... <clears throat> it's a cool game with some troubles. Uh, it, it's got some real problems in it. It it's got a lot of good ideas and it tries to do Mega Man on the Game Boy. I think in a relatively intelligent manner. Um, it just it's not super successful at it. It's successful enough for it to be a fun game. It's a better game. It's a better Mega Man game than Castlevania Adventure is a Castlevania game for sure. Uh-huh. But I don't think it tops Mega Man Four in overall playability. But I do think it's more successful as a Mega Man game than Mega Man Eight is. Yeah. So I agree with your placement. Mega Man 2.
2: I think that one's got to go right above Dr. Wily's Revenge.
1: I think I agree with you.
2: Um, I could I could maybe put it above 4. It's just it's This one's hurt? really weird because it's the it's so it's so much easier
1: than any of the other Mega Man games. It is, but it's also pretty unique, which 3 and 4 aren't. Mega Man yeah. 3 and 4 are very much, very derivative of the NES games they're based on. 2 is yeah. still pretty original. Yeah. What really hurts 2, I don't mind that it's easy, it is fun to blast through, but I do think what hurts too so much is how badly they messed up the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Like, the soundtrack is, as far as I can tell... Was simply programmed wrong. It's playing an octave too high.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It, everything because you're like, this sounds
1: wrong. I there is a guy bad, on YouTube, but that, wrong. The, a guy <clears> on YouTube <throat> just pitch corrected it. Took the entire soundtrack as it was programmed, just programmed it to play through a Game Boy down an octave. Soundtrack and sounds it was great. great. It sounds great. <laughs> Because there's really good tunes in there. But That's so man, funny. it is so shrieky coming out of the Game Boy. It was just, it was just programmed wrong. Yeah. So I think I'm going to agree with you. I think it goes above Dr. Wily's Revenge. I think it's more successful than that. But I don't think it tops Mega Man 4.
2: It is fun fact. Inafune uh, has said that that is by far, in his opinion, the worst Mega Man game ever made. Really? Yeah. He well, hates that game.
1: He made Mighty Number no. Nine. So, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. And my opinion of him jo- uh, dropped down considerably after the Mighty Number no. Nine debacle. So, yeah. Yeah. He directed some brilliance, but he also, you know, kind of got a little cart before the horse there. Yeah. All right. Mega Man 3. I'm just going to lump three and four together here. Um, I think. I think three and four go below Dr. Wily's revenge just sheerly because of how unoriginal they are with the exception of the Mega Man killers towards the end. Mm-hmm. I think they're fine. They're perfectly fine. But I, I, I so rarely go back to these games because it's like, they remind me of like Donkey Kong land two and three where it's like, well, I could play crappier versions of the super Nintendo games where I could just play the original games. Like I understand there's original content here, but there's not enough of it to warrant playing such a downgraded version of them. Whereas two and Dr. Wiley's revenge, they're both unique experiences. So they're, they feel they're really well worth playing. The question is, so I I really do think they go go below Dr. Wiley's revenge and I might even put them below eight. Yeah. I think they're below eight. I mean, because at least eight has The super cool cutscenes and like the memorable voice acting and a lot of ambition, even though it doesn't, you know, it doesn't capitalize on any of that ambition. It does have some really cool, memorable stuff in it. I think three and four are just unbelievably forgettable games. And I guess I would put three above four just because I like those robot masters better, but not by much. I don't know. Do you have any strong feelings either way? I do not. Yeah, I'm just going to put three above four, because why not? Yeah, no, that's fine. I think those are kind of tied in that spot, and they're somewhat interchangeable. Yeah. If I had to pick one out of the two, I'd, I'd lean towards three, just based on my limited memory of it, because I find both of these games incredibly forgettable. Yeah. Uh, but I like them both better than Mega Man and Bass, because i finished yeah. both of those games, and I've never finished <laughs> Mega Man and Bass. <laughs> All right, the now next we one, gotta, I am the, really yeah. curious as to where you're going to put this. I have no idea where to put this. Mega Man Five for Game Boy is really freaking cool. Yeah, it's original. It a, yeah, it's totally original. Got all original Robot Masters. Um, all planetary like, themed. Yeah, super right. All cool, oh um, like great soundtrack. Yeah, this is looks a really, really ambitious good. Plays really game. good. Like, for a Game Boy game, this, this showed a lot of ambition. I was yeah. really... This is a really impressive game. It's not that successful. It is pretty successful, but it's not that successful. My... Right now, it's definitely the best of the Game Boy games, I think. Yes. Just from sheer, just, uh, sheer ambition, it goes above Mega Man 2. Yeah, does I don't even top, think that's a question. Does it top Mega Man 4? Oh, man. I, I feel like it
2: should, but I don't know that it can. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's not as fun to play Game Boy Mega Man games as it is to play NES Mega Man games. Like It's just, just not, yeah. There's, there's, there's so much snappier. There's so much more screen real estate. So for all of its ambition, I think 4 just plays better. Yeah, it, it it pains me to do it because I I respect five more than four, but I do think four is ultimately a better game. Yeah, oh, I'm so Still, curious as a, to your opinion on placement. the next one too. Oh, Powered Up! I adore this game. I freaking love Mega Man Powered Up. Um, this is this is tough. All right. I do think that this, I think this is a game that is genuinely better than its source material. So I think it goes above Mega Man 1. What do you think?
2: Uh, do you want me to, like, my gut reaction is to put it right up at the top.
1: Ooh. Hmm. That's a tough
2: one. This game is fucking awesome.
1: It is. It does so many smart things. The whole thing where you can, if you can beat the boss without using a special weapon, you can save that Robot Master and then play through the game as a Robot Master. Every yeah. single one of them. It ups the Robot Masters to eight instead of six. It does, however, introduce the very problematic character design of Oil Man. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I feel like that's one of those things where, like, you got to look at it in the time. In the, I mean, in the time and I guess in Japan, but... Ugh, yeah, you know, is... like
2: it, it's it's hard to to put Western um Western biases and values on things that are not developed by Western companies.
1: Yeah, but at yeah, the same like time, it... they're not totally they're not in the dark. Like somebody could have been like, "We're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna localize this at some point." Is everything cool here? <laughs> yeah, no, this is fine. It's really not. They, yeah, and it was a real simple fix. Like they fixed him in the comic. All they had to do was pull that scarf up over over his mouth. Yeah, and like, he looks yeah. cooler. And so it's all that that's handled. But he's a great. He's a great robot master. And Time Man's a great robot master. They both add a lot of interesting color to the robot masters because the original robot master line is very uh, orange and yellow and yeah uh, and red. And uh, having Oil Man and Time Man thrown in there really like increase the color palette of the original robots, uh, Robot Master line. And they work so well with the whole that Mega Man 2's Robot Masters were Wily's improvements on the Mega Man 1 Robot Masters, which I never, yeah. never occurred to me till I read the comics. Never yeah. occurred to me like, oh, Heat Man's an upgrade of fireman crash yeah. man's an upgrade of bomb man and then flash man is an upgrade of time man like it, it was really really smart it just made sense metal yeah. man's an upgrade of cut man holy crap how did i not see this stuff before so but like you one. take taking all of that stuff
2: and then adding the fact that it's got that like what those ridiculous challenge stages mm-hmm. that are in the game as well Greatest um stage the fucking... The create a stage. Yeah, it's like, just got a freaking stage builder. It's got... How many years before Mario Maker was that? I mean, it's got great music. Before um, Mario Maker, before fucking uh, Sackboy, whatever the fuck that game was called, because I can't Little remember Big now. Little Big Planet, yeah. Little Big Planet. Like, yeah. you had to create a stage. You can play through as, like... Uh, there's three or four different versions of Mega Man that you can play through as... When you There's play, couple play versions through as role. a robot
1: master, you could play the, through it, as all of the robot masters, and then Mega Man becomes one of the ones that Wily steals. Like, it's, oh, it's such so a well thought good. out game. It is so
2: good. It's so good. And it, I, I feel like it kind of got a, a little bit of the short end of the stick when it came out because it's very cute.
1: Oh, it got, it got destroyed. It got destroyed. Nobody wanted this game, they, yeah. everyone hated the art direction. And I wasn't super, super fond of the art direction either. But until you, know, it, you play it. Yeah, until you play it. And like the characterization's great. The voice acting works. Like it's great. It did everything Mega Man 8 wanted to do as far as like telling a Mega Man story. And it did it well. It it succeeded in modernizing Mega Man. It just it yeah, had a very divisive great. chibi art style, which was kind of a drawback. And it was only on PSP, which was another huge drawback, because, yeah. like, everyone wanted that game on DS. That is where that game would have sold like mad. But instead, uh, dude, it was if they, only on PSP, and it's only ever been on PSP.
2: If they drop this game on any of the online services now, it would do massive numbers. It would do so much better now. Uh, somewhere it's, where
1: everyone can play it. It's got to be at the top, man. It really does. I, yeah, I can't fight you on it. As much it, it, as I hate, it's got to gotta put be it above at the top. Mega Man Seven. I think you're right. It's just, it's it. It's got stuff that Seven doesn't have. It really. It, it, takes,
2: nails it takes. It takes the original Mega Man and gives it the soul that it was missing. It adds a, a plethora of nonsense to it that is awesome, but it gives it. It it takes. Like, because you had said a little bit ago when we were talking about one of the games that Mega Man, the first Mega Man, is a great rough draft, and yeah. Powered Up is the is finishing that rough draft. It's taking everything that they had learned, um, and just it, it's it's fucking great.
1: It's fucking I, great. I completely agree. Yep. it definitely it definitely earns the top spot as far as I'm concerned as well. Well done. Well played. Yeah it is tragic that that game did not get followed up on can you imagine how good powered up 2 would have been oh my goodness yeah absolutely kills me that, that that wasn't that that didn't turn out to be the reboot that the series they wanted it to be like and like uh-huh.
2: what a weird thing of like my robot master killing other robot masters doesn't look cool enough like what <laughs> like what is it's a weird you know like he's too cutesy like i don't fucking know man i I don't get it
1: you gotta remember when it came out like when it came out this was the absolute apex of dog shit brown gunmetal gray everything's gotta be shadow the hedgehog like everything's gotta be dark and violent this is this came out at the apex of the apex of that and it came out on psp which was the edgelord handheld system there was no room (laughs) for something cute on psp thank you very much PSP was uncharted and no, that was Vita, but no, PSP was like, yeah, this this was
2: 2006 when this game came out, I think, right? 2005,
1: 2006, something like that. That sounds about right. (coughs) Powered up was 2006, yes, indeed, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I remember like I was in my late 20s, like, so I was already over that, like everything's got to be tough and fucking aggro and shit. Like, whatever. I could not
1: believe how much I liked this game, because I didn't care for the art style either. Yeah. But once I started playing it, from, I heard the voice acting, and I saw everything in motion, and like... It just God, works. it's so expressive. It just works. It just works. It's, it's so lovingly it's great. made. The level design's great. It's super fun to play to this day. I just wish I could play it with a controller on a TV. Yeah. So that's goddamn all I good. want. But <clears throat> There's something with the way this game was programmed that made it near impossible to port without re- literally rebuilding it from scratch, which I believe is why it's never been ported to anything. Yeah. Which is a freaking Greek tragedy. Like <laughs> what the hell?
2: Yeah, this is a game that you uh uh you have to shmemulate. You do. You should uh you should shmemulate it with a shmemulator. You should
1: shmemulate the hell out of it. I tell should. you what you shouldn't shmemulate. Mega Man for MS-DOS. <laughs> Basically the rest of these. <laughs> it's really... Yeah, no, that's at the bottom. That's, that's at the very bottom. Yeah, that's a piece of shit. Yeah, it is... There are no redeeming qualities to Mega Man for MS-DOS other than the sheer hilarity of looking at it. Oh my god, it's so weird. It is it is some bootleg-ass and, shit right there. <laughs> and, like,
2: Capcom signed off on it. They were like, yeah, we'll put our name on this.
1: I don't even think they looked at it. <laughs> they, <were laughs> they, like, they, ha- they couldn't US have. Gold was like, all right, we're going to make Mega Man for PC. They were like, all right, cool, have fun. Oh, and boy. And they did. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. Bad, bad, bad. Slightly less bad, I believe, is Mega Man 3 for DOS. But like, uh, which only had a whole slightly. Four Robot Masters instead of three. And they were clearly derived from existing robot masters, whereas the Mega Man 1 ones were like drawn by a kindergartner. So, yeah. It's It's still bad. Three goes above one, even though two doesn't exist. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. And they skipped two. God, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Three goes above one, but only just barely. I mean, we all knew those were going to be at the bottom of the pile, but. Yeah. All right. Mega Man for game gear
2: i i'm gonna have to trust you on this one i don't think i've ever played it
1: uh it is pretty bad um it looks really good on paper but it was not optimized for the game gear screen in the least so it's literally taking stages from the nes games uh and not adjusting them at all for how zoomed in <laughs> the camera is Right. So things just jump at you from off screen, uh, d- death pits everywhere, like just blind leaps of faith. It's just really poorly made. Yeah. Um, Is it worse than the DOS games? No, it can't God, be no. right. No, it's not worse than the DOS games. I'm not sure if it's better or worse than Mega Man and Base because it has a lot of the same problems. But it sounds like a freaking Game Gear, so maybe yeah. It's worse. I would yeah, that's got to go below. <laughs> yeah, it's got <laughs> to it's, it's go, below. go below. Yeah. Mega Man for Game Gear, you know, swing and a miss. Again, US gold. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Uh
2: man, they were just
1: turning out shit. It's not that bad. It really isn't, but it's just it just misses the mark and it does so with like some of the weakest stuff in mainline Mega Man. Like it's 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 a lot of four and five, but not in a good way. Yeah, it's it's a bummer of a game. (laughs) It's a, yeah, it was cool to have color, full color NES powered Mega Man on the go. It's just that they really, they really messed it up. So boo to that. Boo. hiss. All right. This is probably the last truly interesting one that we have on the list. What do we do with Mega Man? The Wily Wars, man, this
2: is another one that I haven't spent a lot of time with oh that's a bummer because like i i played those games already you know why why am i gonna play them on the genesis was my thought at the time
1: like so this is like it's like super mario all-stars Mega Man. yeah um it's super weird uh because it it controls a little differently yeah and his weight is different his weight is different.
2: Um, it's not as bad. Shots... He doesn't have the the shitty floatiness of a lot of Genesis titles. Uh, exactly. There's, there's a definite weight
1: difference. Yeah, he feels different than he does in the NES games. Uh, his early? shots don't move Maybe. as quickly, which is yeah. the, the, the biggest difference. It's not just the the way Mega Man moves himself, which I think is ultimately pretty close, but not quite spot on. The real problem is the the size of things like uh, the biggest thing that jumps out to my head is in when fighting Woodman on NES you can um you can make it over him when he jumps at you you can right. no longer make that jump in Mega Man the Wily Wars same with mm. um the uh, <clears throat> there's a spot in Doctor Wily stage in Mega Man two where you drop the uh, item one a couple of times to get across this giant open chasm and you can do it from the top of the ladder. And in the Genesis one, you have to do it from the bottom of the screen because they, they hit differently. Hmm. They land and move differently. So it just, it just doesn't quite work. Like they took the games and they remade them. Like they didn't just drag and drop. They redid these games for the Genesis and they, didn't quite bit take worse just a little bit worse um <clears throat> the music sounds super weird coming out of a genesis but they're really yeah. they're not we're not talking ninja Gaiden trilogy where they were like <laughs> how did you make this so much worse in 16-bit but yeah. they weren't quite as good they weren't super mario all-stars either where they were like right wow these are really 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 well thought out reimaginings they were somewhere in between like they were it's a really, really interesting collection, and when you get down to it, like even slightly less good, one, two, and three in the same package, is still pretty damn good. Like yeah. we're talking Mega Man two and three here, even in slightly inferior forms, it's still some it's of the still best. Still Mega
2: Man two and three.
1: Yeah, it's it's <coughs> still really, really, really solid stuff. Now, on, added on top of that, you get the whole Wily Castle stuff, which is super interesting because. After you beat 1 2 and 3, then you get to these unique stages that take aspects of 1 2 and 3, and meld them all together, and you can go into the stages with a selection of uh Robot Master powers from all three of the games. So you can fight like Mega Man 1 Robot Masters with Mega Man 3 weapons. It's really neat. That's pretty cool. It it is it's a super it's a super ambitious package that doesn't quite stick the landing a hundred percent, but it gets pretty close. Like it's a really cool package. So I'm hearing,
2: am going to see, let me see if I can guess where you're going to put this. My guess for where, where you're going to put this is below 11, but above five.
1: Nailed it. That was exactly where I was yep. looking. Yep. Because I, th- I, I, know did, I mean, it's, it's still Mega Man one, two and three. And it's a better new way. It's a better version of Mega Man 1.
2: It takes away some of the unfairness of Mega Man 1. Some of it, but not all of it. Not all of it. And it
1: introduces new unfairness. So like. (laughs) But different unfairness is different. That's fine. It's not all I I think it's kind of a lateral move with Mega Man 1, but the fact that it's bundled with inferior versions of two and three. Which right. Just still brings it so high up, but not enough to beat the originality of 11, the pitch perfect gameplay of nine, the gorgeous wonderfulness that is seven, and of course the masterpiece that is powered up. Yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. All right. Cool. All right. Let's get stupid. Mega Man soccer. <laughs> <laughs> How the I- fuck do you rank this? Oh,
2: man, below 4, but above Game Boy 5, maybe?
1: No, no. No, 5 is better.
2: Mega Man Soccer
1: is neat, but it's like, it's super janky. Yeah. So, I think it goes below 5, but I think I'd put it above 2, just for the sheer absurdity of it.
2: I'd rather play that than play the Game Boy
1: Mega Man games, except for 5. Yeah, cool. Battle and Chase. It's fine. It's fine.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Below Mega Man 8, I think, is where that goes. I don't think that beats any of the
1: mainline Mega Man games. Agreed, except maybe Mega Man and Bass. Does it beat Mega Man and Bass? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Mega Man Kart Racer beats Mega... Right, we're specifically talking about the GBA version, so... Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I'll concede that point.
2: Yeah, can, can, eliminating the, uh, the Super Famicom version, yeah.
1: Uh, all right, Mega Man The Power Battle. Definitely uh, goes above Battle and Chase, I think.
2: Yeah, but, but not much, much higher.
1: Not much higher. It's super fun to play, but it's basically just Boss Rush that looks really cool. Yeah, I think I might put it below eight, like above three and four. Game Boy.
2: It's fun. I enjoy it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's not nearly as good as the its sequel. Its follow up, Power Fighters, did a lot more cool stuff with it. It's not amazing, but it's definitely better than
2: Power Battle. Yeah, and I think like I think that one does enough, and like that man, I hadn't even played that until. What was it? The game, uh, the GameCube
1: anniversary collection. Yeah, yeah, that had that's where that. they put those on consoles for the first time. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I would put that above, uh, probably above Mega Man Soccer, but not any, or probably
1: uh, would I put that above the Game Boy Five? I definitely would not. I don't think so. It's but still, above soccer. ultimately, just a boss rush. But yeah, above soccer for sure. Yeah. God, does Power Battle go above soccer? No, I don't think so. No, see, Power Fighters and Power Battle are so similar, but Power Battle is so simple. I think, like, yeah, and just there's just not a lot to it.
2: It, Power I Fighters. I think in a world where Power Fighters doesn't exist, Power Battle might then rank higher.
1: Yeah, but just in comparison to its own follow-up, which basically does everything the first game does but better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. I'm into that. It's better than soccer, yeah. and Street Fighter Cross Mega Man, which is technically an official game, even though it was just a fan game. But uh, Capcom stuck with it. I've never played this one. I personally, personally,
2: I man, like I would put it up around like nine or eleven.
1: Oh my god, really? I think it's fucking awesome. The level designs just seem so sparse, but, I mean, I've I think watched a lot great. of videos of it.
2: Wow. That I, high, Yeah. Huh? yeah I, I don't know if it's the sheer absurdity of having Mega Man cross Street Fighter, but I just, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Hmm. I would okay. put it above the Wily Wars for me. And I like that's got to be crazy,
1: <laughs> but like you're you you're putting that above Mega Man two and three, huh?
2: Even I, sh-
1: even slightly shitty versions.
2: Yeah, because I wouldn't put it above Mega Man two or three, but in, I would put it above reality, Genesis right. versions. Okay, uh, I, I have for, to take your word like for I said for, I for I me personally, I think
1: that game is really fucking cool. All right, I I you. you you, it, you've, it, you've taken my word on a couple of things. I'll take your word on this one. I, I have not it played it. can't talk to it. It takes a concept that should not work.
2: <laughs> like, should not work. At all. And makes it fucking work. It's <laughs> great. It's great. And now, like, I'm curious as to what the rest of the world thinks of this. Like, I'm looking it up now. Um... I, it's fun. It's got seven out of ten on IGN, a seventy-one, a seventy-one percent on Metacritic. That's fucking crazy. This game's
1: absurd. Okay. I can't believe you haven't played this. I didn't really have a way to play it. It wasn't, it wasn't compatible with Mac at all when it first released, and I still don't think there's a good way for me to play it. You know, I could probably emulate it now on my Mac, but when it first oh, came sure out, it was could. like, nope, this is PC only.
2: <clears throat> like playing through and watching fucking like fighting against Ryu as he's throwing 8 bit hadoukens
1: it's, it's fucking insane dude it's so and not crazy. only that the music is so smart it's like, so the, the, good it was so well put together like the mashups between the mega man and um what's it the the mashups between both the mega man and uh street fighter tunes we're so intelligent. Like the, the the character select screen being like a Mega Man ized version of the Street Fighter Two character select screen. Yeah, it was really really brilliant stuff. Like there there are definitely
2: some issues with the game of like like it you know it, it was it's a fan game right? It doesn't have shit like it, You can't save the game. There's no password. There's no save. There's there's none of that stuff you know like which sucks but it wasn't made
1: by Capcom yeah it was just endorsed by Capcom and I wish they yeah. would endorse the heck out of it on some consoles I mean why not <laughs> why can't they sell that game to me I don't right
2: yeah there's there's some weird there's some hoop jumping that you have to go through to get a, a controller to work for it um, yeah there's just there's some really cool shit. There's some real there's some shit where you're like, this is definitely a fan game, but it, it's just really really cool and it works and it shouldn't work. <laughs> it shouldn't work at all. I fucking love it though.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, we did it. We we have our list. So let's let's run it down from from bottom to top.
2: All right. <laughs> I I'm so curious to see if people are gonna
1: like rake us over the coals for some of this. Yeah, I mean, we've 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 been we've been raked over the coals a little bit for some of our rankings before, but I feel confident that we've defended our positions here. So, I think so. At the bottom, that dirt bottom surprising nobody, Mega Man for MS DOS, uh followed by Mega Man 3 for DOS, then Mega Man for Game Gear, Mega Man and Base for Game Boy Advance, Mega Man Battle and Chase, the perfectly adequate Racing game. Mega Man 4 for Game Boy, Mega Man 3 for Game Boy, Mega Man The Power Battle, Mega Man 8, or Mega Man 8! Uh, Mega Man in Dr. Wily's Revenge, Mega Man 2 for Game Boy, Mega Man Soccer, existing right in the middle out of sheer absurdity. Yeah, right, just right there, smack dab in the middle. Mega Man 2, The Power Fighters, Mega Man 5 for Game Boy, Mega Man 4 for NES, Mega Man for NES, Mega Man 10, Mega Man 6, Mega Man 5 for NES, Mega Man The Wily Wars, Street Fighter Cross. Mega Man, Mega Man 11, and in third place, Mega Man 9, in second, Mega Man 7, and in first, Mega Man Powered Up. I really think people are going to hate us for Mega Man 7 being where it is. I think that game's a damn masterpiece. Yeah, I like 7 a lot. I think it gets a lot of unfair hate. And I'm, I'm really glad you said what you said about Powered Up because I couldn't agree more. I absolutely, absolutely love that game. And uh, I really wish it could get ported to something because it's beautiful. I do too. I, I mean, I,
2: I wonder, would it beat out Mega Man 2 for you? Because oh, no. 3
1: is still going to be at your top. No, no. I don't think it beats 2 for me, personally. Does it yeah. beat 3 for you? I don't think so. I, it's real close though. It is I, I, I would it's agree. really it's, close. It's 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 definitely high up there. There's just something about there's something about two and three in particular that are so perfectly succinct. Like they yeah. are a, they, they last exactly as long as they should last. Yeah. Um and uh the really the, the art direction I do think holds this game back a little bit. Um, Um, like if Mega Man powered up looked like Mega Man
2: 11,
1: that's exactly what I'm saying. If they had just, all I've ever wanted is a Mega Man game that looks like Mega Man concept art. And yeah, Uh. we had the technology making this game. Polygonal really did work where I didn't think it was going to. And I think it was way more (coughs) successful than Maverick Hunter was. Yeah. on uh on the same on the same platform on psp but um at the end of the day the chibi style was unnecessary um yeah they Mega went for Man, a thing they went for a thing and I, I i get it good for them um but like it's not that far off from where Mega Man already was and Reinventing a lot about the way Mega Man functions uh, like Mega Man works as a game was was certainly a thing that they wanted to do and and needed to do to really refresh the brand and make it more modern. And they did a phenomenal job of that. But the only thing that didn't need adjusting, that didn't need modernizing, was the core aesthetic of Mega Man. That right. was the only thing they didn't need to adjust, and they did. And they went for something that is not universally appealing. Right. And I think that's what really holds this game back is like the serious tone that occasionally can come from a Mega Man game. Like, I like that Mega Man is goofy, but I also like that it has the ability to jump into something a little bit more serious if it needs to for like the ending of Mega Man 7 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, there is an
2: underlying seriousness to the story. The dependence on automation, the sacrificing of uh, human tasks to robotics. Like, there's a lot of fucking Asimov in all of this.
1: There is. It's very Astro Boy. And they touch on that extraordinarily well in the comic book, which is based on the core aesthetic of uh, the original Mega Man series. And that's really, I think, that's the only thing that holds... Uh, that holds this game back, I think, is that it went too far in the goofy direction and it didn't succeed at it quite as well as something like Wind Waker did. Because right. Wind Waker could still bring the pathos when it needed to, whereas right. this game is all goofy all the time. And that's fine. It works really well. It's so good. But it's also kind of <laughs> limiting.
2: Um, it is. It is. You. you it is. You took... You had a whole box... You got the big box of crayons when you started school. You got the 64-pack of Crayolas, and you lost half of them.
1: <laughs>
2: and now you can only color with half the box.
1: Yeah. It's such a brilliant game. It's it is so good. S- it's such so a good brilliant though. game. Yeah. I'm still watching a playthrough of it right now. I have just had a playthrough of it running in the background ever since we started talking about it. It's, it's so magnificent. It's, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I would definitely go... Two, three, powered up. I don't think powered up would eclipse three for me.
1: Yeah, I don't think it it, it eclipses two for me at all. Two's just it's it's a damn near perfect game. It really is. It's great. All right. Well, this was fun. This went well, and it's not even that late. So so it's good, not. good on us. Way way to go, us. We're we're sticking to our guns of getting to bed at a reasonable hour. Well, yeah, we're both riddled with COVID. It helps. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right that is our show join us next time uh when speaking of COVID, dan and i are gonna talk about this was tiff's idea we're gonna talk about the things that we like to do uh to keep ourselves feeling good on a sick day so you know the games we like to play the shows we like to watch that kind of stuff just uh how do you pass the time on a sick day properly so i think that would be a old fun discussion sick. if if you could have a kid sick day as an adult what are yeah, you doing? house to yourself. Sick day, not like well, suck it up because you got kids. <laughs> yeah, not sick like day. well, I gotta still do laundry and still gotta make dinner and still gotta keep clean other up. people
2: alive. Nope, yep. you are just sick. What are you doing?
1: Sorry, I just looked over at that playthrough of Mega uh, Mega Man Powered Up, and he's using Ice Man's weapon to fight Fireman and it puts out the flame on his head, and it makes oh, him tired.
2: It's so good. He'd like,
1: he'll throw off a couple of flames and then like breathe for just a second of like, he looks tired because he's been hit with ice. It's so good. It's so good. If you've never played Mega Man Powered Up, I tell you, you gotta play this game. Even if you hate the art style, you gotta try this game out. It's so well done. It
2: Once you start getting into it, you forget what the art style is. Like, you mm-hmm. just, you stop seeing it. You really, you do, really cause, do.
1: Because it just friggin' works. Alright, we are on most social media platforms, and if you want to get in touch with us, we aren't very difficult to find. All it takes is a quick look at our show notes, and you'll see links to our social media accounts, as well as all manner of other fun stuff like a link to our namesake, StoneAgeGamer.com, the GeekAid Patreon, which helps us keep the show running week after week, and more useful links than you can shake a joystick at. This show's theme song, Squared Roots, was written by Banjo Guy Alley. You can learn all about his wonderful music and more by following the link to his YouTube channel, also in the show notes. And finally, as always, we'd like to thank our intrepid editor, Evan, for making this show listenable for all you folks, and we'd like to thank all you folks for listening in the first place. That's it, everybody. On behalf of Dan and myself, keep playing Mega Man games.
2: Mega Man!